we are going to admit right now, Cruiser Mel is in agreement with me for once, <laughs> <laughs> that we are both very ignorant. Uh, that's That sounded really Southern, didn't it? About. Ignorant. <laughs> ignorant. We are very ignorant of what we're about to talk about. So we're not going to talk about it. We're going to listen. But we're going to ask the right questions because we think you may not know much about it either. So tonight is about education and music, two of our favorite subjects. So without further ado, we're going to welcome on Fred Jeske and Trace Tedrick of Conduit of Humanity. Welcome, my, welcome, my friends. What's happening? Doug and Mel. Good evening. Good to see you guys. What's Hi. up? All right. Can so okay? this will be fun. Four of us at the same time, but, you know, we'll figure it out. I'm going to start with you, though, Fred. You're kind of the ringleader of this deal, sounds like, and Trace has been a very important part of it. Okay. All right, so I'm going to start with an easy question. Not really. <laughs> All right. But a general way of saying, you know, and I mean this in the nicest way, WTF is conduit of humanity. That's a nice way to put it. And the best way to put this is it's an idea that was sprouted out of Todd Stock West. Uh, okay. My initial intentions going there, and I was going all alone. So uh, let me start here. Uh, I'll start with a little dot on Facebook, and it was a little icon of Kathy Lee Branstetter. And when I found out Utopia was doing a reunion tour, I had no choice but to immediately uh, tell everybody I knew in Chicagoland, get a ticket, get a meet and greet. And that's not something that I would normally do, nor my friends. We're pretty much huge Todd fans under the radar. So we were never part of this community. Uh, we, you know, we just, we went to the shows, we listened to the records and they've, and, and Todd and Utopia has been a gigantic influence on our music all of our lives. Uh, but seeing Kathy Lee and this strange Todd shirt on her little Facebook icon, I started stalking her. Oh. Um, <laughs> I did. I, I just became friends with her. We started chatting and, um, I said, hey, I'm AAA Battery, which is what one of our bands is from our Rescord label. I'm like, you want to hear something uh, that may sound influenced by Todd, but may sound like Frank Zappa or The Residents? And she's like, sure, go for it. Sent it over to her. She really dug it. We had conversations. We became friends. And from there, she's like, you should go to Todd Stock West. I'm like, all right, well, let me get the band together and let's see if we can make this happen. Uh, from there, uh, I signed up. For Todd Stock West and made it there alone because uh, at the time uh, it just wasn't going to work with uh, the rest of my, my bandmates. So I got dropped off basically in the Navarro forest <laughs> all alone. <laughs> uh, just And uh, let me tell you my, what my expectations were and what the reality was within seconds. And I won't even get into all the pre-planning because I got to speak to Debbie Summer uh, I got to meet uh, or speak to Al Crash and Lexi Stern and all the coordinators for music and, and the festival and all wonderful people. Uh, but going in there, the first second I stepped foot there, I, the energies shifted. I had never been in a place like that. And, you know, we all love Todd music. We all love Utopia. But the ideal of it became real within minutes. It was, it was just, it blew me away. And, so that was it. I go right to a rehearsal stage. Um, a few weeks back, uh, Debbie had uh, hooked me up with Kevin Bushman, who was a main coordinator for Top Stack West. And, uh, you know, I was like, I need some musicians. My guys can't make it. So with Kevin Bushman and Trace Tedrick and Doug Flory and Mark Molove, who was actually the Buddha on stage for the Corrosion of Buddha song, they all got <laughs> together. I sent them clips. They did the rehearsals. They learned in advance. We had about an hour and a half on the Ewok stage uh, for them to learn songs that they've never heard. Or And, and I was like, uh, I hope you like them enough. But right out of the gate, something struck me about the Toddom. And it was Trace Tedrick's just love and compassion of anything music-related and just his friendliness. And I just felt like I've, been, I've always been a part of this little group of fellows. So we get out there, we get on the practice stage, we come out, we perform, 
Todd um, sitting front and center making fun of me. And it was great. I was like, he's <laughs> mimicking me and laughing. And, you know, I said, this song is right now here. We, so we, uh, I, we initially wrote a song for Todd Stock about the present moment. And the irony of it is, is that if, if you go back to Todd's last comments at Todd Stock, he had referred to the, I believe it's Ram Das, Be Here Now. And our song was right now here. But of course, Todd's like, oh, that Van Halen, ha <laughs> ha. And I was oh. like, no, no, it's not. I'm bald-headed, and Sammy Hagar's got a lot of hair. Uh, but nevertheless, we played it, we performed it, and post-festival, um, I already knew that I was connected. Uh, there was so many people I was connected to. And the thing about it is Kevin Bushman and his amazing guitar playing, Trace and his passion and his bass, it, it just made sense that I wanted to bring these guys into something new into our record label. And it became more than that. It was this ideal of community. It's what Debbie Summer always preaches. It's, you know, the music may be wonderful, but it's the idea that we're all together doing this thing. And I just want to incorporate musicians. And that's how it initiated was just bringing in new friends, uh, musicians. I met at Todd Stock. Uh, I mean, there's, there's a bunch of them that are in and will be in further projects down the road as well. So uh, the ideal is bigger than it is today, but it is also about uh, the best quality music we can provide the listeners, uh, hoping that they'll dig what we do. So there's a lot of eclectic, eclectic material out there, Doug. Okay, so that's how it began. What is it exactly? It's a, it's a, it's a music group of fans producing music? I mean, what is um, it exactly? Well, it's members of, of the Todd fan base who are musicians. Uh, okay. Some of them are co-engineering their own tracks and music. Uh, just think of White Knight, and we're all doing a lot of this on Pro Tools. Uh, everybody's okay. creating their own tracks. They're sending them in to San Francisco, where our main studio is. And then we have those opportunities uh, like we had earlier in this year where uh, Prairie Prince, who's right down the street from our studio, came in to record drum tracks, uh, and I flew out from Chicago, and Trace came in from Seattle, and we all laid down some tracks. Kevin Bushman was there. Uh, so we'll record as a group. We'll record remotely. The idea is just put it all together and keep making great music and give everybody the opportunity to be a writer in one form or the other. Okay, that makes sense. So you end up, everybody gets together, you find people you want to add, and you produce music. Are you going to make albums? Are you going to put digital downloads? How's that going to work from, from there? Well, it, Perform it's live? Based on, you know, it, it, because we're an independent, uh, it costs a lot to make a record. We're self-funding, aside from the fact that, you know, for the first time we threw out an Indiegogo campaign. Um but we'll do the best we can with based on how the core is going to fund itself. So if we want Prairie on a record, we're going to have to give him some money, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, right away, we recognized that we wanted the best production possible. So we reached out to Jordan Zadaranzi in Canada, who is Blinker to Star. Um, he's an amazing independent artist who is an amazing producer who worked with the likes of Chris Cornell, as an example. So we have top-notch production as well. <laughs> we're going to keep building it, keep building the community. Um, we have a pre, we have a meeting set up for September for the second project, Conduit of Equality, which is going to be focusing on um, women writers. So L Crash is coming in. We have Lexi Stern, Kathleen Forsythe. It continues to grow. We want it just to holistically continue to be something that grows and grows and get as many folks as we can involved um, that we can afford to do. So Conduit of Humanity is just the name of the first, I guess for lack of a better term, album? It's not a, the, it's the it's not a group name? The, the group is the Conduit of Humanity music project. Okay. Um, the, the first album is Zen Cage. Okay, and the second album will be Conduit of Equality, I see. Right? Am I yeah, right? so the name okay. of the project keeps shifting, as will the name of the album title. It's not vinyl for this go-round. It'll be CD and digital download. Mm -hmm. okay. You know, and then Spotify, iTunes, all, all the, all the mm -hmm. normal pieces uh, right. so that you have the delivery available. Is the Indiegogo uh, campaign, is that to finance the, this 
recording, or I keep hearing something about that you guys are going to be performing at Hempfest. Is it to pay for your trips to go to Hempfest? Yeah, I'm I'm the fat redheaded version of Steely Dan minus one um, is what I've always been. <laughs> Uh, which means that we've always been studio musicians with very few performances. It's all about the recording process. So this go-around, Trace Tedrick, um, who is on this call, who can talk more about Hempfest, um, is is really good friends with the CEO, the, uh, the origin of Seattle Hempfest. And uh, he got us a spot there. So I reached out to grab as many conduits as possible, and we have 10 showing up for this performance in August. Nice. Trace, tell us something, Trace. What do you know? Uh, well, <laughs> what do you want to know? <laughs> About him? Well, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, this is the 28th annual uh, Hemp Fest. It's, uh, it's been a, an event that's that's been growing uh, for a long time in, in, in importance, uh, I think. And uh, I've had, uh, uh, this will be my third one, actually. Uh, so it's been almost 25 years since, uh, since I actually stepped on stage there, almost to the day. And I think it's uh, really cool to do it with this band. Uh, it means a lot to me. So I'm, uh, I'm assuming there there will be... <laughs> Will y'all ever be in the same room together to to rehearse all this so that you can perform live? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll be ready. All right. Tell y'all us how we can of... how can we participate in the um, Indiegogo campaign? Well, I believe Cassie may have added that link to the chat room. <laughs> well, there's no you know, there's no way to add links. I don't think. Um, yeah, it's all over. If you go to Facebook and Conduit of Humanity, it's there. Um, okay, so you have a Facebook page, all right? Yeah, or you can email me. Yeah. I'll figure it out. Um, okay, so so Hempfest will be a uh, the band will be deemed Conduit of Humanity, and it will feature people that we know, like Trace, yourself, Lexi Stern, maybe CLB, some other people. And is the uh, is Ken the music Shapiro is the music? Yep. Okay, is the music? I I mean, do you? Do you look at it, or, or I don't know, for lack of a better term, promote it as we're influenced by Todd, or is this just a music thing, and we just happen to all be Todd fans? There are some songs that have, uh, I would say, uh, uh, influence towards Todd. Um, I mean, we brought in Gil Esaias, asked him that he would play it on a song, which what I called, it just all of a sudden became sort of like a modern-day Fix Your Gaze, as an example. And it made Ooh. sense. And, and what my job is is to find musicians to fill in spots. Um, our big title track, it had a lot of yes influence on it, so it made sense. Uh, and I reached out to Bruce Whetstone because of his ability at playing bass. So there, it's it's basically me identifying individuals. There's uh, some of our material from AAA Battery. Uh, I, my favorite Todd song of all time is I Think You Know. And I wrote a song that just felt I felt that same way writing it and playing it as I did listening so that that would be an example of what Todd uh, how Todd influences me personally okay so we, we need to play some of this music but let me let me just make sure I'm clear here. Uh, because a lot of people listening don't know names that you're saying they don't know who AAA battery is they don't know who Lexi Stern is um, most of them probably know who CLB is she's been around a while uh, the so you already had things going as a musician. You go to Todd Stock West. You meet other musicians at this camp, and you say we should do something together, and it that becomes conduit of humanity, which continues to grow. And you will add other fans, Todd fans, into this at some point, maybe for the second, third type, for lack of a better term, albums that you do. And you're going to make your first performance at Hemp Fest. Am I on target here with that summary? That is correct. And you called yourself ignorant there for a second. <laughs> you <laughs> well, nailed it. You nailed you know, it. Now I've got, okay. All right. No, so here we go. That's that's yes, sir. So you're, you're, like, you're not a Todd tribute band. You're Todd, you're Todd fans that are musicians 
that are doing your music together, influenced by Todd, obviously, because you're Todd fans, influenced by other people you're you're uh, into as well, I'm sure. And you're going to take this further, and you've, in, you've invested in this. You have some type of studio, am I correct in that? We have uh, two studios. One's a video studio, uh, recording studio in Redwood City, and one in Kelseyville, uh, California, which is about two hours west of uh, Camp Navarro. And then I'm in okay. Chicago with my mini studio. So I, I have one in Naperville, which is a southern suburb of Chicagoland. So why, why do you have two in California? Because my best friend moved there, and he has all the money. Okay. Um, all right. I and and I have a big family and two dogs and an aunt. So <laughs> it's a, it's a <laughs> dynamic. <laughs> I got you. All right. So yeah, we, we, we have, do the best we can. <laughs> I got you. All right. So I think we understand, hopefully. If anybody has any questions in the chat room, let me know. So we have we have a, a, a group music. If you're interested, I assume people that are not part of this yet, there are still room for people to become involved that are uh, musicians in the Todd community. Am I right? Yes, we have new uh, friends, fans uh, that are ready and loaded for our September meetings for our next project. The other thing to mention is that with this Indiegogo campaign, I put out a perk that I would write a song for you. That's what it's literally called. And I had no idea that would be the most popular perk. So I have eight songs in queue uh, nice. that need to be written. Now, <laughs> some of these are Trace took two of them, and he's writing two songs as we speak. And we'll be playing some of that for us when we get there. Um, and then we have uh, Bruce Whetstone, who is coming up with some bass part for a song uh, along with his contribution. So it's uh, but you got Michael Redmond, who's out in California, and, and he wants a oh, song really? written for him. So, okay, uh, right, yeah. he just yeah he wanted a song, and I gave him a, I just sent him a mini draft of an idea of something, and, and he's like, go for it. So nice. so I'll be busy. Um, okay, but that's the thing is it, it's wide open. It's it's a creative space. Um, mm -hmm. To any and all writers are welcome that want to be part of this project, um, mm -hmm. and that's where our September meetings will go to number yeah. two. Our record is ready. It went to mastering. It'll be out August 16th, so we're very excited. Yeah. So here, here's the cool thing about this, one of the cool things of many things, is how Todd Stock is a game changer. All of them, not just the first one, all of them have a new – we just talked to Mark Moe. He's going to continue to do Todd Stock East in a sense. You guys have created this deal from Todd Stock West. I could go on and on. The other cool thing about it is that Todd Stock West brings in new and old, and I don't mean that by age. CLB has been a fan for decades. CLB has been a player in the Todd community for God knows how long. Probably the first person to throw a Todd fan party with Todd there, as a matter of fact. You know, Michael Redman's new to the scene. Lexi Stern's new to the scene, but she's going to debut as a guitarist for She-Ra at our Akron party. It, it you're new to the scene. Trace has been a bass player in Love and Akron, throw money for years. Has been around for a long time. So it's this mix of doesn't matter when and where you started, doesn't matter how long you've been a Todd fan or whether you saw Raw or not. All that matters is you love Todd, you're a musician, and you want to be part of this community. You want to be part of this, and we'll find a way to work you in. Most likely, that's that's the coolness of this deal. And it all starts with this idea. That Michelle had, to, or Todd maybe, to throw a party for himself 10, 11 years ago. <laughs> it's just, it's amazing how, <laughs> how forward it's moved. And it's, it's just great. But let's, um, so now that everybody knows what this is, I hope, if I know, then you know, because I'm, I'm not a musician and I'm, I'm not, I wasn't in the loop on this deal. So I feel like I know. Uh, let's play some of the music. And I want you to tell me a little bit. I'm going to start with right here, right now here. Which makes me think of Van Halen right now. By Van anyway. Halen, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It doesn't have anything to do with that, I guess. But anyway, I want to no. sing it, but I'm not. Yeah. So <laughs> you don't want me singing on any of your albums. All right. So tell me a little bit about this clip. It's a couple minutes. Who's on it? What do we need to know? Uh, we have Kevin Bushman playing all of the amazing guitar all all around my rhythm parts. Uh, Trace Tedrick is playing the bass on this. And again, this is, this is the first track that we all did together. Uh, the drumming is our resident drummer in San Francisco, Jer Jerry Pelzer. Uh, so he's not part of the Todd community, but he is our studio drummer. So 
when Prairie's not available, it would be Jerry that does the drums. Okay. Um, I'm doing the vocals here. This song was originally written for Todd Stock and had more of a country appeal to it. This is the what you would consider the prog redo of the song, uh, just to uh, basically make it more coherent with the rest of the songs on the album. I got you. All right, so as a Todd Stock West participant, Kevin Bushman played a major role, a leadership role, and an active role in the bands, the fan bands, and the performances at Todd Stock West. Since then, he's got really involved, and in, uh, Deb Summer has joined with him for – he does a lot of gigs in California, um, you know, in the music scene over there, and she's joined him, and some other fans have been able to meet and watch him or join him and do some singing. So uh, you're going to get to know Kevin if you haven't already. I know some of you haven't met him yet, but uh, he's not going anywhere. So here we go. Let's, without further ado, and I'm going to, um, we're going to play this clip. We'll be right back. done sounds very 60-ish beach boys mixed together it's pretty cool who does that guitar solo that's kevin bushman that's pretty awesome excellent yeah. all right there you go that's song number one so because of time i'm gonna rush i'm gonna rush this because i want to make sure we get all of them in this one the next one you got a silence and it's spelled s-i-g-h which i assume is on purpose give me a little bit of scoop on that song and who's on it this is a tribute to, so in Tadstock, um, I had just completed my training for meditation and offered meditation to uh, all the folks there. So there was one day, uh, the first session was about 30 folks, including David Jessup and Michelle Rungren and Kathy Lee and uh, a bunch of other wonderful humans. And I, I was just like, here, we can all just be in the silence and accept everything. And in the world that we're in, people are just spinning around and frustrated and so this is about that. It's about a response to the importance of meditation. Uh, this is Debbie Summers. She wanted to go to Hempfest to sing the la di da das in the song uh, because it's very Partridge family, I guess. Uh, <laughs> the one little clip on this, uh, aside from what I consider Trace's best bass I've ever heard, is that Prairie Prince came in one morning with his snare drum he used for the Skylarking uh, sessions and Ooh. used that to record this song. So the drumming is spectacular. Yeah, it is. He's, you know who he is more than I do. Oh, yeah. But uh, we, having him there and, and his performances are, are a game changer for us. So this is one of our two singles. All right, here we go. Yeah. 
stuff there. I like it. Everybody's giving uh, good reviews in the chat room. Yep. Thumbs up. Yep. Awesome. They're all over uh, the place, A little so. shout out to Maggie Coco did the background, the high-end background vocals there, and she is a uh, partner of uh, Kevin Bushman on the music scene and is science for sociopaths. So there's another example of somebody Kevin brought in, and uh, she did that one little part, but she's part of the conduit. So uh, it who, made a big difference on that song. I'm sure you probably already said it, but who was the lead singer? That's me. That was you for that one, all right. <laughs> I thought yeah. it was Elvis Costello there for a second. Yeah, I know. I look that? like it, too, if you've ever seen my yeah, pictures. Man. It's, uh, yeah, man. <laughs> That's good <laughs> like stuff. Like I ate Elvis Costello. <laughs> there you go. All right, so we – um. um Trace, how about we get you involved in this deal? Let's let's look at, let you talk about the next song. It's called Apathenus. Apathy, I guess. Apathenus? Is that how you say it? Apathy? I think it's I'm going to throw that one to Fred. You're going to leave that to Fred? Yeah. Okay, Fred, give me that. What's on that one? That's a pathiness, so uh, apathy, the lack of concern. Um, you know, okay. and there's a theme here, too. All The requirement for lyrics for these songs is to have some sort of a solution, not just whining and complaining or love songs. It's these are ideas that that we want to take hold and be able to actually keep in a notebook. So uh, this was, uh, I guess, our attempt to reconstruct one of uh, Prairie Prince again, coming in and doing some amazing drums, but we had to switch the song and rewrite it uh, for certain reasons. And mm-hmm. this is what became of it. Our original core, Joe Madex, Sam Shower, and myself from Chicago, uh, working with uh, Prairie Prince's drum tracks. Jordan, the producer, also plays some uh, – what I asked him to do is try to play some keys that sound like something off of state, um, and that's what this song is. Okay. So so tell me how to pronounce it again. Apathiness. Apathiness. It's Here a made-up word. Here. You can't find it anywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm not <laughs> sure what to – I get it. You're going with the apathy. You're going with the sigh. I get it. I like it. Okay, here we go. Enjoying that, very pretty. Oh, thank you. That was, uh, you know, my my uh, guitar player Sam. I I think he's listened to a lot of Initiation over and over again, yeah. and um, I think he wakes up with ideas, those heavy guitars from the Initiation period, and I think he channeled that well. Um, yeah, it was a special song because we weren't even going to put it on there. It was just going to be ours to keep. But when Prairie said he is okay with that drum track, we're like, well, we got to do this then. <laughs> uh huh. Uh-huh. I, you know, I'm listening through my telephone right now. Um, it's it's kind of difficult to pick up all, you know, like the drums or whatever, but uh, I'm, I'm going to have to go and actually listen to the actual recording, I guess, now. So uh, I'll be definitely excited to look into it. 
Um, okay, either one of you guys want to tell us about the next song, which is I think we're going to play "Thanks for Going All Out." Does that? Yes, and I yes, thanks for going all out. And I think what Trace isn't going to probably be able to talk to these ex- until we get the candle, light a candle. So I'll just jump in and give something quick here. This okay. is uh, the last of the three Prairie Prince tracks. And uh, this is my friend Sam doing the main vocal. It's a complete departure from the rest of the album. Um, I love what he did because lyrically the song is just incredible. It's, it's the last song of side two. There's three sides to this, and I'll explain that later. The other mention is the horns are played by Tim Jones. If, uh, Cheer Accident is a local band in Chicago, which is, they were, just to give you an example, they were produced by Steve Albini, who did Nirvana. They are one of the greatest bands. Imagine Gentle Giant, Yes, and uh, uh, Nirvana, uh, and Chicago with the horns heavy, um, putting together original material. That's Cheer Accident. And you'll hear all of these horns from this man on the end of the song, uh, which is why I'm featuring this clip. So, have Okay, we're, we're talking about thanks for going all out, correct? That is correct, yes. Oh, okay, all right. Well, like we got about a minute of that. Let's give it a listen, okay? Sure.
that is uh, super guitar heavy. I love it. And what a score to get Gil. I mean, just like that, boom. You got your great synth keyboard player. How cool is that? Gil wasn't at Toddstock West, was he? Uh, no. That was Forensic okay. Jesse. Was, yeah. How did you score that, Fred? Uh, I met uh, Gil via Instagram and uh, started talking about his music and just loved everything he was doing. And obviously the Todd reunion, it was just mind-blowing. I was second row there and saw him play communion with the sun, and I had to have somebody shovel my head off the floor. <laughs> so um, it was special, and I just asked him, and he's just a nice individual, and he there was no reservation. He jumped right in. That's awesome. He's uh, what a what a great score that was for Todd and company to find him when Ralph got sick. Just unbelievable. Ralph, that, by the way, is back on Facebook if you keep up with Ralph Shuckett. Apparently he's doing better, so that's good news. All right, tell me a little bit about Light a Candle. Trace? Well, uh, Light a Candle, I think, is the last – I think that's the last song that we recorded, right, Fred? That's correct. For the record? Yeah. Um, that was uh, – that's another Sam song that uh, I think is really it's, – uh, it's really super cool. The, uh, uh, the, the part – for me, it came super easy. I had it in uh, in like an hour. It just seemed so natural with the song. It, uh, I think it's really well written. Awesome. Who else? Anybody else on the song that we know? Fred? Trace? Uh, just Trace, Fred. right? Yeah, just me. Yeah. Uh, it's really bass-heavy. Uh, yeah, awesome. It is bass heavy. Unless, unless you think you know me now, Doug, because I'd like to think I know you. Um, then it <laughs> would be the two of us. <laughs> all right, yeah. It's all about the bass, about the bass. All right, here we go. Light a candle. <laughs> Light a candle. Is that uh, violin? I hear yes, that? it what is. is that? Yes, huh? that's David Ziegler. He does a lot of extra musicianship. Um, what did you think of the keyboards on that? Uh, nice. Bowie-ish, some people say. Joe Walsh, people say. So, yeah, shame on me for not saying that that is Ken Shapiro. Okay. <laughs> Very nice. So Ken played uh, uh, all the keyboard treatments on that, and uh, he has been a wonderful resource of uh, and he's another, just another gentleman. I'm just so lucky to all of a sudden meet everybody in the world in October last year, and uh, <laughs> we're all still a part of each other's lives. It's insane. Yeah. That's all. I, I don't know. It's very cool. All right. So, speaking of Ken, you got two choices here. We're going to do Conduit of Humanity. You have two clips. You have Ken, and you have KLB, or maybe that's CLB. I'm not sure. Um, that's Kathy Lee. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, which one do you want, Ken or Kathy? Well, I think Kathy. Uh, the Ken has that Rush solo at the end, uh, which you can listen to at another time. I, I think mm -hmm. it's important to know that Kathy drove out here with uh, Kurt from Kenosha to Chicago to record thirty seconds of music. 
<laughs> that's who Kathy Lee is, obviously, to a lot of folks. But uh, I've she brought a painting. She gave me. A, I mean, who does that? You know. <laughs> Um, It'll be. But let's feature, let's feature Kathy Lee because uh, it's special. Okay. All right. Well, then she'll be there coming out with Ken's. Bruce, Bruce is on base here? As well. Yes, okay. Sir. Anybody else? Uh, CLB, Fred. Fred. Eight other people. Some of my friends locally are on here. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. We got Jordan, Ziegler, Joe, Sam, Steve, Charles. There's like 11 people on this song. Wow. All right. The debut of CLB. Dun dun dun. Sometimes it's hard listening to these little clips because you kind of <laughs> just get into it and then yeah, then we got to move on and it's like oh, wait a minute I, that sort of sounded like something but I can't put my finger on it you yeah. know that had that's an eleven minute song with four parts and Mel uh, just send me your email and messenger and I will give you some of the masters oh that yes, has, sweetie that had some definitely had some rush flair to it actually from the newer stuff I would call it that's cool. Even though I don't know if that's what your intent was, that that had, um, uh, yeah. Sorry, we got Ken, which I think you said was the what you said was a rush, right? Ken Shapiro's conduit. Uh, yes. Well, it's Ken Shapiro plays a piano. It's about eight musicians all together, and the producer Jordan from Blinker to Star, who it's his birthday today. Uh, okay. I asked him to do something in the style of Alex Lifeson. And at the time, he was going through a personal thing, and this is probably my favorite guitar solo ever. And I'm not including Todd, so don't get me wrong. In terms of the Rush style, I've never heard anybody do it like him. He nailed it. Nice. I'm looking forward to this then. All right, here we go, folks. This is Conduit of Humanity, clip two.
huge. Wow. I think we needed about 20 more instruments on that one. I think yeah. we fell short. <laughs> yeah, you Crazy might have to start right calling yourself an orchestra soon. <laughs> that sort of just took a, a mind of its own and just ran away um, and turned into something completely different. So uh, we're really happy with it. Yeah, and, and well, you should be. And, uh, of course, all the, all the participants. Trace, I want to get you talking for a little bit. Uh do you have anything to, to uh, add to the commentary about Filthy Ocean? Sounds like it might be a tree hugger kind of song. Uh, yeah, I would, except I, I think I didn't play on it, so I think that's going to oh. be Fred's. <laughs> <laughs> you go for it, Fred. Filthy Ocean um, uh, features Amalia Lugo Fuentes, which is a – 17-year-old singer who was starting out as an intern in our studio and had, not only is performing at Hempfest and on five of these tracks, uh, but is also working on a solo record, had just got a music scholarship for college. It's just a special talent. Um, and at the last second, we realized we needed a better bass, not a better bass, um, a funkier bass for the part, something that had a little grit and Lexi Stern came to the rescue literally the last day of recording. And that's what this track is. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. All right. Let's see if we can give this one a listen. This is called Filthy Ocean. young lady she was the lead singer in that song yes that's correct that's amalia okay great she's 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 gonna go far that's a cool voice she's got there was she saying that the filthy ocean is making her insane i couldn't really understand yes built in my brain making me insane it's it's an environmental message with a metaphor wrapped into it in an yeah. enigma with bacon on the side and some scrambled eggs if anybody's hungry because <laughs> I share it. <laughs> I'll have what she's having. <laughs> okay. Um, we've only got like six minutes le- left, so let's just – we've got two more song clips to do. Uh, whichever one of you guys wants to talk about no law, please start talking. You want to talk about uh, that, Trace? Uh, even though um, there are there are no performers from Tadstock other than myself on this, but it is a Hempfest related song. <laughs> Trace. Well, I mean, uh, that's you know, Fred knows a lot more about this one than uh, than I do. I mean, uh, uh, 
I think that he wrote it. So. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll go from there. This is our single. Um, and this is a clip from that. And uh, we are featuring this at Hempfest. Oh, cool. Okay. All right. Everybody ready? Strap yourselves in. Here we go. This last one, Everything is Cosmic and Navarro, I definitely want to play that one because it obviously has something to do with Todd Stockwest since Navarro is in the deal. So before we do that, though, because that's about a minute and a half, we've got about three minutes, let's remind everybody this is Conduit of Humanity. You can get their music how, Mr. Fred? You can get the music uh, by joining the Indiegogo campaign, which is on the Conduit of Humanity Facebook page. Uh, or you can uh, just send me a message direct, Fred Jeske, J-E-S-K-E. Uh, the link is all over the place. So uh, even Kathy Lee is sharing it today live. So uh, anywhere you want to get it, just find me or find Conduit of Humanity or Rescord Recording Label. And, uh, and it'd be, be happy to talk to you, too, anybody who's out there. Excellent. You can also contact me if you are confused about any of that, and I'll hook you up with the right people. Doug at RungerRadio.com or mail Emmy at Cruiser Mail actually at RungerRadio.com no, no, if you need. No, me. no, no. Mail? You said you know, Doug. You screwed that up last week. It's yeah. mail at RungerRadio. Oh, Mel at Cruiser at RungerRadio.com. <laughs> Whatever. It's been a long time since I said that address. Or Cruiser Mail at Yahoo.com. That's easier. Anyway, I digress. So tell us a little bit about everything. It's Cosmic and Navarro. That'll be our last one, and we will call it a day. It's been a good show. Thanks well, for being on. I want to hand it off to Trace, but I do want to say that Debbie uh, does sing and perform on this, and it is the beautiful uh, third voice that you'll hear on the track. Mark Mo Love is on this as well. Trace is on bass, and uh, we have Doug Flory with a percussion, cymbal, little underlying bongo, and this was the last part of Right Now Here, uh, performed at Tostock, which was recreated to end this record. So thank you. Trace? All right. Excellent. Trace, you stole my okay. thunder, Fred. <laughs> anyway, well, oh, you know, we want to we wanted to include this because it was uh, because we did play it at Todd Stock, and it was a different kind of. We wanted to get as close to the original version that we uh, played in the at Todd Stock West, so we just mm-hmm. wanted to get a little bit of that uh, just to uh, just in honor of uh, our getting a chance to meet and uh, create some uh, some new music. Excellent. All right. Well, Trace and Fred, we appreciate y'all being on Conduit of Humanity. That's a wrap. We enjoyed everybody listening to Rungan Radio. We'll be back soon. Thanks so much. This is Everything is Cosmic in Navarro. Right now, Everything, everything, everything.
This is Todd Rundgren, and you're listening to RundgrenRadio.com.